Hello and welcome to Nurture and Nourish. This is Nat Nissen, your host. Merry Christmas. I hope you've had a wonderful break. Um, we're coming in to speak and chat with you a couple of days after Christmas. And I wanted to speak about a couple of things tonight. One is, you're probably not surprised to hear me speak about making sure that you don't have the guilt associated with a lot of the eating that happens at Christmas. This is for many, many people a once a year festivity, a once a year event that they'll have this kind of food and it really needs to be enjoyed. It's not about what we do on Christmas or really between Christmas and New Year's it's really more about what we do the rest of the year doesn't mean that we go crazy over Christmas but it's important to be able to enjoy these events without the guilt and that's really what we've been speaking about a lot all year about making sure that we associate with food in a way that supports us in a way that expands us and allows us to enjoy our life, not in a way that retracts from us and restricts us. In speaking about that, in speaking about food and acknowledging food and appreciating food in a way that supports us, it's also really important that while we enjoy this food over Christmas, and often it's food that friends and family are cooking and we might have some wonderful cooks in our family and it might be food that we really have great memories with or food that we know that, as I said, we have once a year so we really get to cherish that. It's really important to also recognise and become aware of how that food is making us feel. Often just a little bit of this food won't have too much of an impact. We can feel full after Christmas lunch because often we've eaten in excess of what we would normally. What we really need to make sure and become aware of is, as always, how is our body responding to this food? Certainly over Boxing Day when there's leftovers for most people and the days shortly after that. How am I feeling when I'm eating this food? How is my body feeling? Do I feel bloated? Do I feel tired? Do I have headaches? Am I irritable? Am I sad? what's going on in my body do I feel light do I feel happy do I feel energetic what is happening in my body when I eat this food I remember doing a seminar once and we were we were speaking about the elimination of some foods and this is in itself a whole nother podcast but it was suggested in the audience that once you eliminate foods, 
there's great difficulty in reintroducing them into the body without some negative effect. And I've actually found quite the opposite. I've actually found with eliminating certain foods for the right people at certain times, this is always under the guidance of a practitioner, eliminating certain foods in response and in conjunction with what the body needs in providing an environment that the body can heal itself the body does exactly that so sometimes eliminating certain foods and providing the body with an environment to heal in other ways actually allows the body to heal itself and become less sensitive, less overreactive. So that when you introduce some of those foods again, your body doesn't have such a big response. Sometimes our body is so overwhelmed with this overload of inflammatory food that it can actually have a very large response. It can become oversensitive. Anyway, as I said, that is a whole nother podcast. The other thing I wanted to touch on tonight, and this is certainly a topic that comes around this time of year, um, can come around any time of year, but certainly it's something that can be very thought-provoking at this time of year, is hearing a lot of people say, I just want to go back to that. I want to go back to when I was healthy and happy like that. I want to go back to when I was that weight. I want to go back to fit into those genes. And while that's a great measuring tool, if you've ever experienced chronic pain, if you've ever been through depression and anxiety, if you've ever been through fibromyalgia, if you've ever been challenged with emotional eating and turning to food for comfort, putting on weight because of that, etc. I think we really do ourselves a disservice and an injustice if we constantly look back and say, I want to be back there when I was. Because what happens is we don't take into account the journey and the lessons that we've learned until now that once culminated and once we learn how to decipher the parts that support us, the parts that we want to keep with us, the parts that assist us in our expansion, if we're always looking back, we're not able to take those parts with us onto the next part of our journey. If we're always looking back at then, we're eliminating the lessons that we've learned and the person that we've become along the way. The person without pain is not the same person who's been through enormous amounts of chronic pain within their body and has come out the other side. The person that has come out the other side is a much more expansive 
knowledgeable, in tune, aware, enlightened person. That is certainly a journey to go on. Not that I would wish that on anyone, but if you're on that journey or have had been on that journey, coming to the end of that journey, wherever you are on that journey, certainly desire health, desire happiness, desire vitality, but do that in a way that takes you forward instead of looking back. Because while it doesn't feel like it at the time when you're experiencing the chronic pain, it certainly has changed you into a much more expansive person. A person who knows much more about their body, about themselves, about other people, about their relationships. So we need to be able to take those lessons and take the parts of the journey that are supporting us to where we want to go, where we want to be. And we also need to learn how to release and remove those parts that are not supportive of us on that journey. We need to be able to shed gracefully and gently the parts that no longer serve us and keep those parts and grow those parts that are serving us and supporting us on our journeys. Because we will get there a lot faster if we make sure we're looking forward into the person that we're becoming, into the person we want to be, instead of the person we once were, without all our issues, without our pain, without our emotional pain, without our body pain, without our chronic pain without our weight. So looking back is definitely something that holds us back. And I think a lot of us do that because we're a little bit afraid of what the future holds. We're unsure. We've lost confidence. We don't know what it's going to be like. We can't see exactly and for however long, we haven't been enjoying life as we should have been, as we want to be, as we deserve to be. So we get stuck in a place of, well, I'm not exactly sure what the future's going to hold. I want it to be better than this, but I'm not exactly sure what it looks like what it feels like, how I do want it to feel. I know that there was a time I was happy though, so I'd like that. And what we need to do is make sure that we can take acknowledgement of our past and bring it forward, bring the parts of it that we do enjoy forward into our journey and say, these are the parts I like, these are the parts I don't like. These are the parts I like that I'm going to focus on. These are the parts I like that I'm going to continue to expand within me. 
my health, my relationships, my abundance, my energy, my vitality, my joy, my authentic self. They're the parts that we need to be taking forward to create what we do want in our life. And it's understandable that we don't do that so much because we haven't generally got the support and the guidance and the education and the accountability around us to help take us forward. Certainly coming out of any chronic pain, depression, weight, any challenge within us, it can certainly be a scary time. A time that is unknowing what the future will hold. A time that we've lost confidence within ourselves and within our bodies. We feel like we've been let down by our bodies. We feel like we've let ourselves down. But what we really do need to do is find that guidance, find the support, find the education, find the accountability, find the community and step by step move forward into the person that we know we really are, the person that we really want to be and leave the past where it belongs. That time 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago when everything was great and there was no pain and just joy, everything was working out in life, you're happy. There's something better to come, much better. And looking back actually gets us stuck. like driving your car and coming to a T-junction and just sitting at the T-junction and looking back and saying well I really enjoyed it back there we stopped off and had a great time at that cafe back there so I'm just going to sit on the road I'm meant to be going forward but I'm just going to sit here I'm going to look in my rear vision and I'm just going to keep looking at that place because we had a great time and I had fun and this drive I'm not really enjoying this so much the road is bumpy cars hot I don't know where I'm going I'm not sure what's up ahead so I'm just going to sit here and look back and we get stuck so what we need to do is make make ourselves very clear on what we do want become really aware of how we do want to live and go about finding the support to help us get there. So no more looking back, only looking forward. 
Thank you for listening. I look forward to speaking with you soon. Bye for now.